What's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, The Godfather here, and you're listening to I See Things a Little Differently. Peace. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the show. I See Things a Little Differently. Part two of your Wednesday show, as I said in part one, after you didn't listen to that first, we're dropping these simultaneously. First time we've done it on the Wednesday show. Uh, I did it because Secret Invasion, I wanted to talk more about that and the, the, the talk around that show. But I also knew I was going to go see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 today. And I wanted to talk about that as well. Uh, before we get into the movie, though, re- review of the movie, I want to talk about the leak of the Wolverine and Deadpool uh, stuff we saw that Ryan Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman both leaked. And um, look at the suit's cool. Um, this movie is completely unnecessary, though. Let's just let's just say this. Uh, first of all, I want it to happen just to see how angry the internet can be, and I'm always for that smoke. But this movie is completely unnecessary. It truly is. I've seen the pictures of Wolverine and, and Deadpool fighting, and the 20th century in the 20th century logo is like in the background, destroyed. Seems like it might be the final uh, scene of it, or the scene where they fight each other, realize they can't kill each other, and then become friends and start killing the rest of the universe. It's actually gonna be look here. I'm gonna support it because uh, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds and and Hugh Jackman. By the way. These two motherfuckers need to bring their ass to a Comic-Con somewhere so I can pay for an autograph before they retire. But, um, that, by the way, that, those line, that line would probably be ignorantly wrong. So, anyways, um, so here's my thing. I think it's cool. It's, it's always cool to have the Jim Lee blue and yellow Wolverine suit and to see them do something that they weren't able to do or willing to do, um, in, in the, the previous universe. But I still maintain this movie is not necessary at all. And that's something you probably never thought you heard me say. But it's just not necessary. <laughs> this is, I, I don't know. I will say this. They are sticking to their guns. This will be the first and probably only rated R MCU film. You know, and the fact that it's filming in the middle of this writer's strike now, we have until, we have, they have until tonight to come to an agreement, which is a lot of people think is not going to happen. A lot of people think that tonight, Wednesday midnight, that agreement's not going to happen, so the strike's going to go full-blown on. That says a lot, you know, and I remember reading an article a couple weeks ago uh, saying how Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to ad-lib because they don't want to change the script due to the ongoing uh, strike. So hopefully they can come to an agreement with this whole thing. And look here, writers are very important. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I know I'm a writer, but they're very important. They, they, they help bring these creations to life. Pay these people. Uh, one day I may be doing that myself as well, but please pay these people. Do not take advantage of them. Do not turn writing into uh, gig work. Let people know that they are appreciated by paying them what they are worth. That's what this is all about. So, uh, moving on now. Uh, let's talk about Mission Impossible. I don't think we've. Have we talked about Mission Impossible on the show before? I don't. I, I don't think I have because I know the one I I'm, I'm, I want to watch Mission Impossible three I've not seen yet I've seen the other ones and I when I first found this franchise I found it due to Ghost Protocol and Paula Patton was in it she's absolutely gorgeous and as the first one I've seen I kind of followed it from there but I, I said you know what if I ever get a chance I'll go back over and watch it uh, from the beginning and I've seen the first two and I'm kind of waiting to see whenever Mission Impossible three hits apparently Mission Impossible three is where Everything gets kickstarted and it, it really gets into into gear. Um, 
but I I will say this: this is supposed to be two uh, a two part of um that sucks. Sorry, I just got an email. Uh, um, it's supposed to be a two part like finale. I think they did a hell of a job on this first one. I don't know how they're gonna top it. They they're gonna have a hell of a time trying to even match it. Um, the only knock was it was very long. And I think it's like two and I mean, let's let's see how long this movie was. It had to be two and a half. It had to be all of two and a half hours. Let me see. Um, let's look that up. Mission Impossible. Part one. Oh, it's close to three hours. Jesus Christ. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, they could have cut. They could have cut some scenes out, but I, I I kind of get where they're going with this because of the the the, the AI. Um, that's going on with this. Essentially, the AI is made up. It's essentially the the government created this AI, and the AI now has a mind of its own. And essentially, the only and there's a great monologue in there where Ving Rhames' character Luther is talking to uh, Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise's character, and he's giving him this this uh, this, this monologue before a final battle. Don't air quotes because he's even doing air quotes there. And he essentially says, "Think about this." The AI is targeting you. Think about this. It's targeting you because everyone else wants to control it. You're the only one that wants to kill it. You need to find a way to not kill the the bad guy, but while killing the ultimate bad guy, which is this AI. And in it, they call it's called the. Uh, they kept saying it all the time. I can't believe I forgot what they're calling it. The I can't remember. I'm gonna call it AI because I can't remember the name of it. They, they, they said it throughout this entire fucking film. It was like it was like hearing a promo on WWE that the the the, the commentators call. They say over and over and over. Holy shit! They said it a lot, um, but like he was trying to outsmart something that's almost know it all. Um, I thought every piece was. I thought every piece made sense. I will say this: I didn't understand. So, okay, so how do I hold up with this? Because we're going to go all over with this just for the record. So, Elsa, who joined uh, the franchise, I believe in the fifth uh, the fifth movie, uh, her, those, those two have gotten close. They're clearly lovers, or they were, or whatever it is. But she's the troublemaker. You know, disavow from MI6. Um, he saves her at the beginning of the film when he first hears about this thing. We got Kendrick back, who was the first, who was in, who was in the first one. I don't think, I don't think he's been in one of these since the first one where he's, a, he's just a piece of shit, dude. Um, but um, essentially, this whole thing is built around the finale with Ethan. This is kind of like a swan song, to where he can't die, but he also can't do the thing that he wants to do the most. And he has so many people attacking him from each direction. That's kind of what I like because he didn't have just one villain. He had his own government uh, going against him. Meanwhile, the villain who actually made him who he was, I guess, by killing his first love or of his life or whatever. Um, this was pretty good. Now, where I got kind of confused was they put Haley Atwell in this thing as... I can't remember her name. Uh, Grace. I put Haley, first of all, anytime I see Haley Atwell, I'm never going to complain about about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I <laughs> this is this is a nitpick because me as a writer, I'm like, do you guys literally add another woman that he has great chemistry with 
to replace another woman who's less capable. You know, and I, 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 that part's kind of confusing to me. Like, like I, I, like he already wanted to kill this bad guy who, as he said in the film, made him who he is. Like literally, he he needed more incentive, or was this just one of those things where they had to get rid of Elsa because she was going to be an anchor around his neck because she was she was disemboweled from MI6. She was wanted by the U.S. because the U.S. put a bounty on her head. Like. And, and, and maybe in a story aspect, they had to get rid of her and get someone else in there that he could, that could be trusted. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that was still kind of weird. Because even when, like, because he spends most of the, the majority of his film with Grace, you know? So my first thought when they had this huge car scene, because it's a Mission Impossible, they had to have a car scene. I was like, huh. These two clearly are into each other. Like, they, they have great chemistry. And I'm like, huh. But the other one's doing this thing, so it's just like gonna like, like, like a, a weird love triangle, which would be a hell of a threesome. But like, what are we doing here? And then it's a scene where they're at this party, because there's always a party too. And legitimately, it's uh, the, the main villain's like, "Hey, someone's gonna die tonight." And of course, someone's gonna someone dies because the AI takes over. And I thought some things were very interesting. Like I said, the thing the thing that made this movie all of the three hours that it is, is the fact of the matter is like they have questions that they don't leave answered, unanswered, excuse me. So I, I have to give the movie credit for that. Like the, the at the end of the day, the, it's a two part movie. So, you know, there's going to be like a cliffhanger air quotes, but legitimately they left nothing to hang. Like, Cause at one point in time, he's fighting Palm's character. Palm is Mantis from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know her, her name. Cause she she barely talk, she she actually has no lines in this thing. She's a flat out killer until the final scene where she's about to pass away when she dies, and that's when she starts talking. She only talks in French. Um, and so there's a scene where it's like they're fighting. He's trying to get to this rendezvous point so that way, uh, so uh, someone he he loves won't die, and like he ends up like. At the very end of the fight, he takes his pipe and he, like, he swings up top and hits up top of her. And I remember when I first saw that, my first thing was like, did he hit the wall? Why didn't he hit that bitch? You know, like, like she was just trying to kill him, right? Like, what's going on here? Then you see that he spared her. And I, I, I and you know what? My first thought was, okay, that's interesting. Why would he do that? Like, like legitimately, they kill people in Mission Impossible. Like, they don't spare people. They, they throw my fucking helicopters, you know? So I thought that was very, very weird, right? So then all of a sudden, you see how crazy the bad guy's gotten to the point where he sees himself and the AI as one or as a team. And he literally looks at the, at Palm. He says, you're going to betray us because he, he spared your life. And he ends up like, he doesn't kill her immediately, but like he stabs her. Um, So to me, I, every string on this thing is leading to the, the big the, the big finale where I'm assuming we're going to see everyone from the past come back and try to stop him from shutting this thing down. And it was there was a bunch of twists and turns. Government officials who had control over it ended up like killing people and trying to cover it up. It was a, it was so many twists and turns. I do want to watch it again. I don't think I want to watch it in the theater, though, because I... It's funny. I thought it was just two and a half hours long. It's like fucking three hours. The reason why I don't watch, don't want to watch it in the theater again, only is because, is only because, I timed it. By the way, there was twenty 
five minutes of fucking previews. I don't think I've been in a movie theater that's had that many previews in a very long time. It's usually like five, maybe ten minutes. But this was 25 fucking minutes. It was crazy. So anyways, I was I loved everything. Like I said, it, it felt long. But once again, I was in the theater and I, I just wasn't I wasn't planning on it. And then on top of that, I will say this. Anytime I thought part one was going to end, I was like, no, no, no. It's too soon. He hasn't done that that thing from the uh, from the um, the trailer yet. And I was like, okay, damn, we, we gotta be over two hours in, you know. So I, I think I was, I, I don't think I was expecting it to be as long as it was. For some reason, I thought it was only gonna be like two two hours, ten minutes, something like that. Um, anyways, I highly recommend this film. Um, I didn't really give much away. I did ask a question. I, I think it's a fair question. I I do wonder what's next though. Because it seems like, because I will say before I go, there's this government agent who's hunting Ethan Hunt. He has this thing. He has a hard R for Ethan Hunt. Nothing's explained about this guy, why he wants to bring Ethan Hunt in. So there's a bigger picture. Now, at the end of the day, Ethan saves his life. And he he lets him go for the moment. But like at the end of it, he's like he's trying to still capture him. And I'm like, something's up with this. This is personal for this guy. So like, I'm wondering what's going on with that. It's a string that, you know, they're going to try to pull on whatever. Um, Grace joins the IMF, um, essentially. Um, Elsa's dead. Luther had to go off the grid in order to make sure the AI couldn't find him so he could support um, Ethan and uh, Benji. Uh, and right now it's just Benji and Ethan together as they drive off, trying to make sure that uh, they get to the next level of, uh, of this AI. So that's part two. You know, I want to get right to the point. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. I want to see it again, but I do not want to see that fucking movie if I got to go through 25 fucking minutes of previews plus three hours of a fucking movie. I'm not doing that to myself. So anyways, this is I See Things a Little Differently. This is part two. You guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, talk to you next, next Monday. We're out.